Hello, Melanin Society. You're listening to Melanin, where we fill our teacups, talk self-care, keep it real, and talk living our best lives. It is what it is, and it's going to be what it's going to be. Now let's get into it. On today's episode of Melanized. Yeah, what I do to protect my energy is if I see a situation like ahead of time, if I'm able to just think logically, I just be like, nope, I'm not dealing with that today. Nope. Like, I restrict people, myself, from dealing with people who will change my energy for the negative. Like, if I feel like every time I encounter you, I'm, like, left feeling a certain type of way that's not positive, that's not joyous. I'm going to restrict your access from me. Point blank, period. No more questions about it. It's 2020. I'm drawing boundaries, and boundaries are part of self-care. I believe your energy starts with your self-care and how you want to be treated. Hey, Miss Ashley, how are you? I'm doing fine, girl. How you doing? Oh, I'm waiting on to have a better week, but for now, I'm not going to complain to get into it. Already, girl? Dog. Girl, you know, school, work, Ryan, it's a balance. It's it a balance a or balance. is it imbalance? It is a balance. I feel like have y'all ever went to the circus and saw them people on the tightrope and you thought they was going to fall? First of all. That's how I feel every first, day. First of all, like, I don't, I don't know, know where you got this analogy from. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever been to the circus, I know you've probably seen somebody, an acrobat, on the tightrope and you was like over there silently praying that she don't fall. That's me every day. The yeah. acrobat on the tightrope, silently praying, I don't fall. Well, I hope you don't fall. And baby, if you do fall, I hope somebody breaks your fall, okay? I'm going to tell you who's going to break my fall, Jesus. I know this, right? Now, like, to be honest with you, I've been really busy for the past couple of weeks. Like, me just thinking about it, wow, like, I can't imagine... That I've been this busy, but I have, and it's been wearing me down. But I'm thankful for it. I am. I'm thankful for being being busy. But whew, I'm just trying to figure out when it's gonna, you know, like slow down a little bit. But I'm like I said before, I'm thankful for it because I don't want to be being a be during the week and not be able to do anything. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'd rather be busy, but mentally I'm doing pretty good. You know, um, I've been studying a lot in my Bible and really praying and talking to God about, but mentally I'm doing really good compared to like where I was last year which was very toxic, like super toxic. And I know, like, today we're going to be talking about energy, so. My mental check-in, I think I'm doing okay. Like, for those of you who don't know, I suffer with anxiety, and I suffer kind of bad to the point to where I, like, have to walk away. I have to take a breather from things. And so it's really showing up in my life, started showing up in my life last year when I first started school back. But I've been managing my anxiety a whole lot better. Like when I feel it come on, I take a self-care moment. And today my self-care moment was doing my nails. And because my anxiety is also starting to show up in the form of migraines. I've had several migraines over the past couple weeks to where they debilitate me to the point where I have to shut everything that I have away from everybody 
Don't put a screen in my face. Don't even whisper to me. It hurts that bad. I had one of those this morning. I just kindly took three pills. I went to sleep. And then I had a little bit of screen time. And then I was like, that's enough. I stopped. I did my nails. Got away from every screen. Then started back. Mm-hmm. Doing what I was doing. I have to learn, like, step away from the screen. So that's going to be a little bit of a challenge with my due dates. But mentally, I'm doing so much better with it. I'm breathing. I'm meditating now. I'm mm-hmm. really on my self-care, like taking detox baths and everything, my face mask, and just writing in my journal, reading books, and just taking time for myself and meditating and journaling. I think for me, like, I'm going to have to, well, my mom has it to where she, at, at War Memorial, that's one of the gyms here, like, it's a, it's a gym, but they have, like, different things that people can do basically and so um my mom had got it set up through the Little Rock School District I'm planning on attending that so I think this weekend we're supposed to go and get our what is it little key fob things like you gotta have your take your picture and stuff so I think like starting to work work out and everything that's really going to help with I'm not stressing but I feel like my body because of how busy I've been has been stressed stressed if that makes sense like it's not my mind but it's more so of like my body is being fatigued and so I believe yes I believe that working out really releases that stress. I believe like my body will come, it will enter into a release. And that's really what I'm waiting on. So I'm super excited about going to the gym and actually, you know, just feeling better. You know, I'm not really trying to get to like a goal, you know, goal weight or anything like that. I'm really just trying to embrace the the shape that I have um yes I got like areas like my stomach a little bit and then to tone up but really that's really what it is like I'm really trying to really trying to accept who I am for myself and not for anybody else so not caring how someone else uh thinks about me you know on the outside you know, physically, because, you know, a lot of people are like that. They're so, what is that? What word do I want to use? I don't even know. Help me out, Quay. Judgmental? Yeah, a lot of people are judgmental. And critical? And critical. And they feel as if they can say something about, about especially your outer appearance you know and if you don't lie within their expectations then you are considered like an outsider basically and like I said like I'm trying to be okay with myself so that means every little bit of me to be okay with what God has given me. I think that I learned to be okay with myself like a while ago. Like when I started in college, when I started dressing up more, that's when I noticed I like really accepted myself because like people were telling me like, I like the way that you dress and I like the way that I dress. I like my fashion style that was like, beginning to come in like I liked how I felt in certain clothes and things like that Mm -hmm. it's just something you gotta tell yourself like I've been saying for years I got like little things like I got hips and thighs and I like cakes and pies so what's up like when I'm approached by like guys I like I tell them straight off the bat I got hips and thighs and I like cakes and pies so what's up Mm -hmm. this is me and nothing, nothing about that ain't gonna change and I tell people every day, like me and my mom, we have like little jokes and stuff. And she be like, you fat. I said, no, I'm just thick with it. Don't play with me because I'm still popping. 
Like, you just have to take things back. Learn to take those words and take them back. And that's how I kind of learned to be okay with myself. Learn to take words and take them back. Like, if somebody comes back, back, I'm like, and I'm still cute, though. Right. I, I feel like, you know, whatever type of energy you give off, you, I mean, it, it can alter how someone approaches you, basically. So, or how they will receive you. And, like, for example, um, you know, like, I'm, I went, I'm still going through this, but I separated from my ex and we were married. And then from now, I was two different people. Like, I can identify that. The person that whenever the separation was uh, happened and did happen, which was like in August, girl, that is a different person than what what is today. Um, and like you said, like yeah, taking taking those words back, as well as taking, you know, what you thought you were. And just rebuilding yourself, just reinforcing who you really are. You know deep down who you really are. And for someone to, you know, like talk about you or just insist on saying that you're not what you thought you were, you know, just take all of that back. Like who can who can have all that power to say those things about an individual. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm just the type of person, I think that my energy kind of speaks for me. I notice that, like, people can tell when I'm off because mm-hmm. of the kind of energy I exude. Like, they're used to happy-go-lucky Quay. Like, when I'm at work, I'm kind of a different person because I just have to be. I like got this crazy, wild, mad, charismatic energy. Like when you walk into the store, I'm like, hi, welcome to Lux. How you doing? I'm doing all different types of accents. I'm like talking. I'm like fierce. I'm sassy. I'm like some of everything. But like if I'm having a bad day, my energy just going to sell you before I hit the door. Like my face is going to say it all. They're like, mm, what's wrong with you? Like something ain't right. Like. Energy is very important when it comes to people. Mm-hmm. Energy is so important when it comes to meeting new people. So, like, fix within your energy comes from within and the things that you're trying to exude. Energy is your body language. It's your face. It's your words. It's your actions. So, like, work on your energy. If you feel like you're not bringing the energy you want to, look within, see what's wrong. Work on it and fix it. Work on your energy day by day. Like it's not an overnight process. Like just know sometimes it takes time. For for example, I have someone at my job here recently. Uh, she's been. It's the same girl. What did I call her last time? Dang, it was some ugly name. I know. I don't know what. I'm not gonna call her a name in this one. But you know who I was talking about. Anyways, it's this girl that sits right behind me. um, And we're at cubicles. So we have like our own desk, right? And so she basically, her energy gives off depressed sadness. um, And just overall, just, just she looks defeated, basically. And I don't know how to approach her in that way because I'm still trying to figure her, not figure her out, but just still observe her, see what she's about before, you know, I initiate anything. And, um, but when I see her, then also, you know, what doesn't help is not how she dress, not what, what she wears, but how she dress it. So... Like, she's very, like, grungy. She's very, like, um, gothic, which I don't have a problem with. But I've seen people that are gothic 
and take those attributes and style it up to their advantage. She, on the other hand, just just looks so depressed. And I'm just like, girl, how are you living day by day off of that same energy? Is there any hope for you? Is there any, you know, reason for you to smile or be happy? Like, girl, she has two cats and they're black. Everything she wears is like black or white or gray. Then, um, and y'all, I'm not, and like Quay, I'm not really trying, I'm not trying to talk about her or anything like that. But these are the things that I've observed, which I'm really kind of concerned about because even on her Facebook page, I'm not friends with her on Facebook. My coworker, my other coworker is friends with her on Facebook. Not, you know, Facebook friends, but they're not actually friends, friends in real life. They're just Facebook friends. And so she um, went on this girl's Facebook and saw, like, her depressing, like, post. She would post about how bad today was and how shoot girl I can't even I'm so I'm I can't even get into that because it just it kind of brings me down you see energy is important energy is important I don't care what anybody say energy is important especially how you display it but girl I don't know how to approach that like what should I do you think I should approach that or because you know here recently she's been feeling sick and I really want to go into that that conversation because should I go in that to into that conversation? I mean, maybe she does need help. And I mean, if you feel like if there's some way you can't encourage her, then I mean, I most definitely would. Because, I mean, there are people in my workplace, like with bad energy, that I'm just like, I'm different. I'm kind of polar opposite. I'm like, you got bad energy. You too old. You should know what your energy is saying. Fix that. I'm staying away from this. I'm not even stepping ten feet here. Right. So you're not even finna. There are some people like that. That their energy that you just like. I'm. You, you don't even entertain. Trying to fix your energy. Right. You we just work, don't entertain it. Check. Yeah. Like I'm at work. I'm here to get a check. There are plenty more interesting people for me to talk to than to deal with your bad energy. Right. So and that over there. And see with a person I'm that. Stay See, with the person that sits right behind me, like, she has this, because, like, she hasn't been working there for a while. Mind you, she's been sick, quotes, like, I'm going to quote, quoting that she's she's been sick. And do I believe her? I don't know. Do I give her the benefit of the doubt? Yes, I'm going, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt because she might be sick. But here recently... Um, she said that her mother doesn't want her to go to the ER and that, um, she's, ha- she's been having a- abdominal, uh, what is it like chest pain? She's been having chest pains and she's been having, um, like stomach pains. Right. And so mm-hmm. with that, um, I noticed she has a habit of vaping. She vapes. And here recently she's been she's been gone. Like she's been saying that the pain hurts her so bad that she's not able to drive. She's not able to come to work or anything like that. And when she does force herself to come to work, she looks she looks awful. She looks sick. But she went um this week she went to the ER. But like I said, her parents advised her not to go, but Everybody at work says she needs to go because it's kind of crazy. Exactly. So she goes to the ER and they run several tests. And mind you, she's been going to hospitalists like special, you know, um, not special doctors, but, you know, specific doctors to figure out where this pain is coming from. And they couldn't find anything when they ran tests on her. So when she was in the ER, they couldn't find anything. Um, they couldn't find anything with her wrong with her either, and so they basically told her, and I quote: "They basically told her that it might be psychological, that you might be 
thinking that you're in pain. Wow. Yeah, so. I don't think the brain, I know the brain is very powerful, and I know it's a very powerful instrument. But for somebody who's in this type of despair state psychologically to make up pain this way, I don't. Yeah, it's kind of suspect. And then also, yeah, it's like, what were we saying today at work? We were like, is she stressed out? Which I believe she's stressed out. Like, if you're depressed, stress leads into depression. Okay, so it's a it it plays a factor in your depression and your sadness and your low energy and the energy you give off to other people, you know. And then it's hard to have a conversation with someone like that because it's like you don't know what might what you say that might tick them off or have them crying into tears and stuff like that. So that's why I'm just like, you know, Ashley, all you can do is pray about it and just move on and just hope for the best for her. Because, girl, if if a doctor told me that it was psychological, that's why I'm thinking, like, she got to be stressed about something and she's just not coming out really saying it, which she don't have to say it to us because who are we? We just her coworkers. But at the same time, you need to find somebody at least to, you know, release, release these feelings or these emotions or whatever stress you may be encountering because you keep bottling that stuff up. It might, it might be psychological. It could be that's causing that because like on some movies, like, some people like go crazy from things and start the mind starts creating things. Mm-hmm. So I and don't it's know. True. And it's true. Like so when she said that, like when she found out and she told other people, girl, she had to go home. Like she went to my boss office and just poured out crying and then she just went home. And I'm just like, you know, I'm trying to believe her. Which it's not up to me to believe her. You know what I'm saying? It's really up to our boss. Yeah. But it's just iffy. Like, and the reason why I say that is because today she was in the restroom and she was vaping. Vaping is like that toxic look. It's toxic to you. But at the same time, it's your release. So maybe vaping is her stress release, but at the same time, it could be what's causing everything to be going on. Because, you know, I heard vaping is very dangerous. It's no longer safe and things like that. So vaping could be what's going on and what's wrong with her. And at the same time, it could be her emotional release. Maybe she feel like she can't talk about it because, you know, when people smoke, they get this type of high. Mm-hmm. So when she vapes, she get a type of high that like she escapes her problems and things. But once that high is over, and during that high, you know she's still hurting herself. So, right. And girl, I just don't know what. Just talking about it just brings me down. So, but yeah, energy is energy is a lot like you need and I don't want to say you need but it's good to have good energy and it's good to um, guard your energy by people too because when people see that you're a joyful person and you're so happy and you know you um, just exude this positive energy there are some people out there that are going through hell and back and they want that energy from you. And what they'll do is they'll either manipulate you or, um, yeah, manipulate you and just take, take, take and never give, give, give. And so it becomes like they're like a parasite, basically. 
Yeah, what I do to protect my energy is if I see a situation like ahead of time, if I'm able to just think logically, I just be like, nope, not dealing with that today. Nope. Like, I restrict people, myself from dealing with people who will change my energy for the negative. Like, I feel like every time I encounter you, I'm, like, left feeling a certain type of way that's not positive, that's not joyous. I'm going to restrict your access from me. Point blank, period. No more questions about it. It's 2020. I'm drawing boundaries, and boundaries are part of self-care. I believe your energy starts with your self-care and how you want to be treated. I treat others how I want to be treated. Granted, others don't treat me the same. But that is when I know to get up and walk away because the value of me is going up and you're not going to keep paying pennies on the dollar for me. No, you're going to pay them dollars. So let you me pay them you, dollars. I got to go. Let me tell you this about something today. There's a situation today. I'm going to go to it. So hopefully. Uh, so today, a little backstory. Um, it's this person that is trying to build his company, right? Um, and not a company, it's like an organization or nonprofit. There you go. A nonprofit. And so, uh, mind you, when I was with my ex, when I was with my husband, now he is my ex. So today he reached out to me, right? And I'm going to go to the messages if it. So he was like, hey, sister. And I said, hi, how are you? Now, mind you, I haven't had a conversation with this person. He, me, no. So on my end, that tells you that, like, you know, obviously I'm not comfortable telling him, like, what happened. I only told, you know, you, my cousin, and my family what actually has happened as well and when I say my family that considers some some friends because when I look at a person that is a friend to me I look at them as family so when I say family I mean my family and people that care about me so I know I you know I haven't had a conversation with this person so how does he know anything so says hey sister he's and I said hi how are you he was like I'm okay I can't complain listen I'm about to ask a question or two that is very touchy I know you and my oop I almost said his name girl you and your ex are not together anymore my question is do you think you two could still work together when it comes to and he said the name of his nonprofit. And then he said, honestly, I love you both. I hate things didn't work out. I felt that you two were unstoppable. What I mean by work together is like when we got together for meetings. So at first I was thinking, you know, like I was thinking like, no, we couldn't meet together, but I would want to meet talking about, you know, the nonprofit and everything like that. We would just have to meet separately. And then all of a sudden, my energy changed super fast, Quay. Like, my energy changed super fast. And I was becoming very uneasy and, un, you know, like, unbalanced a little bit. And I just, like, my, I, it wasn't my emotions. It was just, like, it was a queasiness in my stomach. And my energy went from high to, like, mid-range and I was just like whoa like where is this coming from you know I forgave this person you know my ex like I'm not worried about uh his you know like I'm not messed up because I'm I'm still grieving y'all you know not because of just the relationship but I'm still grieving in the part of finding out who I am and my identity and who God wants me to be so that it just took me back and then all of a sudden I just had to just call my mentor and ask her like specifically what I should do because I'm just like, you know, 
that was like a huge distraction. And then it changed my energy. And why I bring this up is because things like that do happen to to people. And there can be situations where, you know, somebody doesn't mean any harm to you, but due to the fact of what you have previously experienced, you know, you can be triggered by it. And that can, in regard, change your energy, your mood, you know. But like how you said, you have to talk yourself talk to yourself and tell yourself like you know what I'm not going to entertain this I'm not going to give this my time like I'm not going to put myself in this position to where my energy is altered girl I'm on my Maxine Waters we speak your name reclaiming my time I am starting to realize how valuable my time is how valuable how valuable my energy is, just how valuable I am. And mm-hmm. to up the price and add tax. Because I know I have an energy like no other. When I tell people like, I was like, you may meet other people, but I'm an experience. And I know I sound very cocky, but I'm not really cocky. I want everybody to think of themselves in this manner. Like, I'm not just one person. I'm an experience. You got to experience me. Right. Like, how powerful is that to say? You got to experience me. Like, I saw these tell people all the time when I was at work. I was like, they was like, what do I get when I don't go to another cashier? Baby, I'm a whole experience. That's what. You may get a hang <laughs> from her, but you get a whole different thing over here. Just saying. And energy is just important to transcend that. Confidence should be in your energy. Like when you wake up, you should be like, I'm that person. I'm going to go out there and get it. Like I talk myself into it. I hype myself up. I'm my own hype man. But you want to know something? It's hard for some people, though, to talk themselves into that because they don't know how to. They don't know. Because, like, it can be easy for us to say this. But there are some times where you are in a difficult space and you don't know how to just like encourage yourself. So what what would be if if that was the situation, I'm just playing devil's advocate. If that was the situation and you seem like one of your closest friends or your closest relatives and they're going through like a hard time, how would you help them in a sense on like encouraging themselves and just speaking life into them are you speaking life into them or are you going to take the time out like what do you do like oftentimes people think that it's very easy for me to hype myself up it's easy now because I've always had to be my own best friend I've always had to like because Say that again. Other people, I've had to be my own best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always had to be my own hype man. Like, my friends, don't get me wrong, they hype me up. You hype me up too, Ashley. Don't ever get me wrong. But there are times where, like, when I need somebody, I can't instantly get to them. That doesn't mean they're not there for me. It's just, you know, that they're busy going through whatever it is they're going through. And sometimes I don't like to bother people with my problems. So I've learned to just be there for myself. And it's really hard because sometimes I go through it. But Mm -hmm. you know what? I have all the time. I try to keep positive energy around me in the fact that I keep it on my telephone. I keep it on my phone screen. I keep something positive on there. I keep a bunch of quotes, a bunch of Bible quotes. I have a prayer journal. I have a regular journal. I have vision boards. And I have a bunch of notes to myself that when I feel like I can't go on, I go and read one of those notes. And in every journal or book that I write in, I write this note to myself that just kind of is an encouraging word. And if I had a friend who's very down and out, first of all, I remind them how popping they are. 
And I don't try to pry any information out of people. So I would always tell them to pray about it. Just pray about it. Just go in and ask God for what you need. Because no matter what, he got it. And he's going to work it out for you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. remember that last situation you was in? We ain't in there no more, is we? Right. We elevated you, didn't it? Right. I got to tell my friends that whenever you can't talk to me, or like you just don't want to talk about it, that you always have God. Mm-hmm. And like, I can second that. Like, you definitely, that is a way of trying to not self-build yourself back up, like to, you know, your your wholeness, because all of us are um, cups that are half full. You know, like we can't initially... Um, we can't initially put ourselves back together. You know, it takes either God using a specific person in your life to speak life into you or just him individually to just go ahead and, you know, fill your cup, you know. And I, myself, like, I have my own, you, you have to like it. And, and there are some resources you can pray, like prayer journals. I have a prayer journal. I have a notepad to just, you know, just like write down notes on either how I'm feeling. Cause like in the beginning, there was a time where I was super low. My energy was just so bad and I just felt like worthless basically. And I was just on YouTube and y'all. I'm a YouTube fanatic and I was on YouTube and basically I typed in like self-worth and there was like a video talking about, you know, like it was just like a repeat of things. Like he was just saying, repeat after me, you are worth it. And then you had to repeat after him, you are worth it. And then the next sentence would be, um, you forgive yourself because you're worth it like things like that and I was doing that and I was writing those things down and then eventually over and over and sometimes you're not going to want you're not going to want to and you know you're not going to want to be like your cheerleader basically like you're not going to want to but when you do it out of just just you know having no choice but to do it you don't know if it's going to help or not and you start to do it you find that you know yeah those words that are being said is true that I am worth it that I am somebody you know what I'm saying and then it just builds your energy up like that but shoot now today in this world mental health is mental health is a huge epidemic now. Like, it is so crazy because people don't even realize that mental health will, like, destroy you and take you down if you're not watering your own garden. And that's mm-hmm. why, like, I, like, have this planner called the Clever Flox Planner. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, it has, like, this thing for a vision board that you want to accomplish for the year. It has affirmations. It has, like, places to where you can just, uh, that's what I love about it. It's a planner I can use to just have affirmations. And when I'm feeling low, I can go to my affirmations. I have inf- affirmations in the front of the journal and in the back of it. It's a planner. It's a journal. It's everything. And I have like a self-care checklist in the back. Mm-hmm. Mental health is so important. Like I make sure to try to check in every week on myself if I'm journaling. And I just, I was just talking to a friend last week about I feel like my energy was off. Like I'm just low. Like I just felt unmotivated. And I was just like, some days I'm just like, uh-uh, blast in the bed. And I was like, I haven't even been getting cute the way that I usually get cute. Mm-hmm. So, like, last week, I put on an outfit. I put on 
went and found one of my cutest outfits. I fixed my hair. And, like, just giving the effort made all the difference in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Mental health means you have to try to pull yourself out of gutter. And mental health is important because mental health is connected to your energy, and your energy can change someone else's energy around you. You never know what your smile, what your joy can do for another person. You can pour into another person just by smiling, telling them to have a great day, just by speaking life into them. Telling mm-hmm. them they're worth it, telling them they're loved. Mm-hmm. Like mental health is super important. Like if you're not okay, then do what you have to do to get okay. If you gotta go to therapy, if you gotta journal it out, if you gotta call the suicide hotline, do what do it is, it. what you need to do to get right because you are loved, you are worth it, you are beautiful, you are amazing, and the world needs you. You're like, definitely, you know, I believe that you see now in, in our society now with our, I guess you can just say our generation and then the younger generation, you know, coming after us. Like, we're so focused. We want and we desire to be loved, but we do, we, we find love in all the wrong places. And, and it's true. And it's true. It really starts from, you know, I know some of, you know, our podcast listeners, if you're not, you know, you, you're not a Christian or anything like that. Um, you know, these are my views, um, and I believe that, you know, if you don't have a relationship with God and understand the love that he has for you, then I really believe that you wouldn't, you wouldn't know how to really treat yourself, you know, love yourself, um, because the reflection that the things that have transpired in You know, the time when Jesus was down here, you know, him dying for us, even even if we accept him or if we didn't accept him, he still died for us, you know, and love is sacrifice. And I believe that sometimes we don't even sacrifice time for ourselves. So I agree with what Quay is saying. We have to take time for ourselves and to self-care, um, to have self-care and to, you know, make sure that you are good, you know, in order. And there's no way that you can show that love or give that energy off to someone else if you're not okay. Yeah, I make sure every week I am doing something in self-care. Whether it's trying to eat healthy, whether it's I need to say no to somebody this week, whether it's I need that bubble bath. Like my self-care routine varies. Like I need music. Music makes me happy. Music makes me dance. Part of self-care is also spending a little time with my son and seeing him smile because his energy pours right back into me and fills me up. And lets me know that, hey, I can go another week. I can do this. Self-care mm-hmm. for me is also about stopping and reflecting and just thinking about the things that I can improve on. Self-care is just about becoming the best version of yourself that you can be. Self-care is about living, actively living out your best life every day. Yes. That is self-care. Self-care goes into your energy. Your energy is how you present yourself to the world. It's the vibes that you get off. How do you want people to perceive you? How do you want to be perceived? 
Mm-hmm. Now, let's not get it misconstrued that you'll always be perceived as what you're trying to give off. That won't always be the case. But working on your energy is working on your smile, your laughter, how much you give out and what you put out into the universe. That is what energy is. That is what vibes are. Practice good vibes. Be the be the friend you want to attract. Mm-hmm. And that is so true. I want to touch on this topic. The people that are surrounding you, ask yourself, are they good influences? Are they good influences on my life? If you are questioning yourself off of that question, you don't know and you're saying hmm I don't know are they good influences you need to evaluate who is around you because that is a key that is a key issue because the people that are around you and they are making you do things or insisting on you to do things that are just out of your you know your own character you know you would never do certain things and they are peer pressure pushing you to do something that you would never do and influence you to to think that it's okay you need to evaluate those friends and you need to remove yourself away from them you do not need to give them an explanation or anything of that nature you need to reevaluate your friends because they, like I said, like we already said, stated before, it, depending on how their energy is, you will then have that same energy. It's just like whoever you're around, you, and, they, and they're bad, they do crazy, crazy things that, um, and you are around them, people are going to think that you are just like them. It's the same way with your energy. Guard your energy like you would guard your heart. Guard your energy. Your energy is everything. And the influences you have, reevaluate them because and take the time out to do that and to do each one. And sometimes it comes down to family members too. You have to reevaluate what type of, you know, yes, blood is there, but at the same time, are you going to allow that even, and they may just treat you just dirty and awful. Are you going to allow that to mess you up and mess your energy and cause friction? Um, either within you and then you are starting to give off that same energy that they had. It's just, it's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. It's like restrict your access to people when it comes to protecting your energy and your peace. Like if you feel like a person isn't going to change, like you constantly feel a negative spirit or energy or presence around them, you know, you're allowed to restrict access. I think that that is one of the greatest things that you can do. Like the most unselfish thing you can ever do in life is work on your own happiness. Because when you're happy, you can make everybody else around you happy. Because then you want to see everybody else around you happy. Like, mm-hmm. I am so into big on restricted access to myself. Like, I've learned in recent years to be such a private person. Like, nobody really knows what's going on with me. I'm restricting. The people who know me and know what's going on with me are the closest people to me. Like, I am learning to restrict access. Like, you can't get my energy. You can't get my good energy. Because you're... You don't show good energy yourself. It's like my one of my old pastors used to say in church, in order to make friends, you have to show yourself friendly. Mm-hmm. And when I don't get that vibe and I don't get that energy, 
It's like, why? You're not getting what's over here. You, you're not going to do anything good with it. You're not going to pour this energy. You're not going to take this energy, be filled, and pour it into another individual. You're not going to do anything with this energy. The energy that I have to give. You're not going to do anything good with it. So therefore, you can't have it. This energy is to be used for good and good purposes only. It's not meant to be pouring into bad people and you just waste it or you manipulate it. And that is one reason why it is important to uh, be careful who you allow to get to your energy. See what is happening to the energy you're giving out. When you give it to other people, are they going to give it back? Are they going to give it to somebody else and keep the chain going? Notice what is happening to your energy. And that is how you know when to restrict access and who to give access to your energy mm-hmm. and your peace. Well, that's really all that I have to say on that. Um, but yeah, I want Melanized Society to, you know, take a minute and to you might be going through this right now. You might be struggling with your energy right now. And you just don't know what to do. I just hope that you took the time out to listen to this particular podcast because it's serious. You know, as women, we already face so many things, so many stereotypical things. And we have, to, and it's not a fact that we have to defend ourselves, but it's just like, just not defend yourself, defend your energy, defend your time, defend what takes your attention, you know, like, don't allow what's being said that's negative, uh, either about you, or it could be anything that could affect your energy, don't allow it to, you know, and it's easy said and done, I know it, I know it's easy said and done, but once you start taking those steps to help yourself, I promise, I'm not going to say I promise, I know by experience that it eventually will get better. I assure you that once you get rid of toxic energy, maybe within yourself, Maybe within your environment and around you and you start focusing on the positive and the good, you will be so good. And when you encounter negative energy, I want you to be on your Michelle Obama and we're going to rise above it. We're not going to give it our, we're going to be on our Michelle Obama, our Maxine Waters. We're going to rise above and what are we going to do? We are going to reclaim our time. Melanin Society, I want you to remember these three things. And this helps with your energy. Slay today. You slay the day by having good, positive energy and giving it out into the universe. Slay your life and be a real problem, honey. All right, Melanin Society, we are out for the count. Deuces. Bye.